Ladies and gentlemen, the recipients of the National Jefferson Award and the number one New York Times best-selling author, your host, Dave Pelzer. Hello, America and the world at large. This is your host, Dave Pelzer. As always, speaking to you in my own voice, saving America and the world at large from itself, starting with me. So before we begin our show, as always, I just want to truly thank you for with all that's going on, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of lot of movement in the past few weeks, a lot of movement, a lot of positive things, for goodness sakes. But, you know, we're busy. Everybody is busy. And I greatly appreciate you taking your valuable time to to listen to the show. We have friends that take their walks with the show, friends who, uh, you know, listen to the show before they go to sleep. You know, and I got to tell you, I'm just so happy and so proud, and I pray, I truly pray that it makes a difference. As, as you know, listen to me, I'm, I'm not the most astute person in the world. I'm the smartest idiot you'll ever meet or hear, and I just want to thank you. It means the world to me, and uh, today we got a pretty serious show, and uh, I'm, uh, I apologize before I forget my manners. I know I've not... Usually I do a, a show once every 10 days or once a week, but I have been so busy working with two different departments, doing a lot of deep, 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 deep spring cleaning and, you know, getting rid of things that I really don't need, passing along some gifts to others. I'll try to talk about that later if I remember. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're working with our vaccinations here in Northern California, North Sonoma Coast, and, and we've all been very, very busy, and I'm proud to say I'm helping out with that. As I know a lot of you people out there are doing what you can to help out others. I say that again, doing what you can to help out others. That's what makes this country so great. You know, we might have disagreements about politics or left or right or blue or red. But at the end of the day, we're all Americans. At the end of the day, we all inhabit this earth. We all breathe the same air. And we all want our children's children to do better. So thank you for listening to the show. It means the world to me. And with that, as always, we ask the question and the check-in question, how are you? How are you doing today? Awful lot of stuff going on in the world. You know, it just, it kills me when, um, it breaks my heart, rather, when uh, uh, we were doing some vac- vaccinations uh, a few weeks ago, and this couple drove up from San Francisco. It's about a three-and-a-half-hour drive. They have a place in San Francisco. They have a place here at the North Sonoma Coast, the Sea Ranch. And, and it broke my heart when they said, hey, thank you for doing this. And I said, oh, no, no, we're here for you people. Thanks for, you know, coming in. We get our people in and out in about 40 minutes. From the time they pull in or, you know, the, the, the physically walk over to get a shot, 40 minutes. And that's, that's pretty good. This one couple, they waited in their car, I think, for six and a half hours, almost ran out of gas. They didn't want to leave the queue, even though when they had to go to the bathroom, only to be told, oh, I'm sorry, ran out of vaccines. Well, when did you guys run out of vaccines? Oh, a couple hours ago. Why didn't you tell us? Well, you know, we're busy. We, 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 we're doing pretty good. And I know it's, there's, you know it's like a tsunami. You know, it comes in waves a little bit. But I think now now we have Johnson & Johnson with one shot for the, uh, for the, for, for the virus. Uh, man, that's, that, that's, we're, we're starting to really roll this along. The world is. And that's one thing I want to explain to you before I forget. And, and I, I, I thought, oh, my gosh, by the end of summer, we'll be fine. Most Americans will get the shot. Then we got to work on the kids. Okay. And then we'll be fine. 
And then someone said, no, Dave, you got to think about the world. Everyone in the world has to have this vaccine. Oh, my goodness. So please, one day at a time, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourself. Make sure you're getting good rest. The older I get, I just love good rest. I like a good meal, a nice glass of wine, but rest is everything. And there's a lot of stress out there. There was a, there was a, I don't know, you know, I almost forgot, almost forgot. There, there, there is a, if you live in New York, I think it's a 1-800 number. I saw it on one of the uh, news shows. It, 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 you can call toll-free and scream and yell and just hang up. You know, I think it's called the purge line. <coughs> Excuse me. The purge line. And moms are just loving it. They say, okay, I love my kids, but they're driving me up the wall. And they scream and yell and just let it all out and click hang up that phone. Because we talk about purging here, getting it out of your system. But you got to take care of yourself. Mental health is going to be a big thing years and years and years from now. So please do your exercise, do your meditation, take your walks, have a glass of wine. Take time to just enjoy God's blessings. Can when we when we get out of this, we're going to look at things a lot differently. It's going to not it's going to be different. Travel's going to be different. Hopefully we'll 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 look at the next before the next virus comes. We'll be better prepared. We'll take it more seriously. And there will come a day when 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 things will be pretty much normal and hopefully we'll be a little bit more humbler. We'll look at our kids a little bit more differently. I know I will when I I like to sit at a bar and people watch. I know we're going to be okay when I can finally watch my James Bond movie. My goodness. But it is a matter of perspective. Please take care of yourself. We're not out of the woods yet. It's going to be a long, long road. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. And as we always say, and all that we do, and all that you do, rather, please take care of you. So, again, let's kind of get to the show here. And this one is... Uh, you know, kind of like algebra. We've been doing pre-algebra for a while. We've laid down a nice foundation on pre-algebra. Now we're going to start connecting things. So I'm going to go around the horn a little bit. And you may have to listen to the show twice to kind of get the meaning here because this is going to be some stuff we're going to talk about. And, and and I'll say something else too, if I may. I, I know as a firefighter, I just had a, uh, well, we had a structure fire the other <laughs> night. My goodness. And with structure fires, um, you know, you put on your bunker gear. And, you know, you put on your, your breathing apparatus and so forth if you're going interior. And I always carry a lot of stuff. Everything I carry, I've used, you know, I can give to fellow firefighters or I've used on calls and so forth. But every once in a while what I do is I go through my bag, empty things out, and say, well, I haven't used this in a few years, so I'll get rid of this. And I'll get rid of this and this. And maybe it's only a couple pounds, but it does make that pack lighter. What I'm trying to convey is hopefully your stress is a little bit lighter. We have a new administration. They're up and running, and I think they're doing a good job. God bless them. And we're getting the vaccines rolled out. So hopefully the stress level will be just a little bit lighter. And use that. Use that. I I really think, too, when when this thing is said and done, we're going to look at stress a lot differently. We can say, wow, we handled it. We handled it in 2020. We cleaned up the mess in 21, 22. Wow. And, and, and I'm thinking people are going to be hopefully less, less nerve-wracking to each other, maybe give each other a little bit more space. 
Maybe be leg- leg- jud- judgmental. Maybe look at our kids just a little bit differently. Because I, 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 I know we're all going through an awful lot. But if you can, step outside of yourself just a little bit and think of others. Think of others. Uh, I'll never forget, it was a couple weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, I saw something that just, again, broke my heart. I'm in line, and, you know, I've only got like one or two items. And, you know, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, I've got to go back to the station or do some work, whatever. And, uh, you know, and, and there's some elderly people involved or in front of me in the queue, and, and they're taking forever and forever to offload all this stuff on the, from their cart to the conveyor belt, you know, so the, the checkout lady can do her thing. And uh, there was another line, and I zipped over there, and there was a young lady with a baby, and, and she's going through her purse. She's holding her baby. Baby's crying. And, and you know, no big deal. And she's rummaging through her purse, and obviously she doesn't have enough money for the baby formula. She looks at the cashier. The cashier looks at her like, come on, man. And I'm sure the cashier has seen this a thousand times. And what was surprising is people are just looking at this lady like, hey, man, move it along. Let's go. Let's go. And I kind of intervened and made, made sure that, that, you know, the lady had money for her baby formula. No big deal. I'm sure you, we've all would have done the same thing. And you can tell she was very appreciative. And I thought about something. I thought, you know what? I'm going to do something. I can't really afford to do this, but I'm just going to do it. And what I did, folks, um, it wasn't a lot. But I purchased a, a $50, uh, $20 certificates. And, 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 and I got cards, and then I signed them, and, you know, God bless, or have a nice day, or something like that. And I stood outside and selected, selected who would get it, you know, and it's only $20. But what was interesting for me, and, 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 and I, t- I told a few people, I'm going to, you know, hey, I'm going to be off station, per se, out of district for a little bit, you know, because I'm across the border to the next county. And, and, and this, this one lady, I guess she, uh, what, Facebooked her friend or something like that. And, and she, it was only $20, but she got to buy herself some candy for herself. The, 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 uh, a family pulled their money together. I guess I gave some money within their family. And, and they, bought, they bought a steak rather than, you know, the chicken or the pork chop or something like that. And I thought, you know, it made me feel good to make these people unexpectedly feel happy. Now, the backside of the story is one lady was very upset with me. She, uh, I, I saw her cru- cruising. I think she must have been, you know, a tourist, which is fine. You know, she cruises in, driving too fast, stomps on the brakes, jumps out of her nice SUV. And, and she's, she's, you know, probably in her 40s or 50s, you know, blonde-haired lady. Very, You can tell she's very well-to-do. And she's used to getting what she wants. She actually stepped in front of the queue because we have spacing and so forth. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am. And she wasn't. I had to remind her, ma'am, you, you should be wearing a mask. Oh, well, okay. And it's a very nice fancy mask, of course, which is nice. And, and she's like, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you giving away? I says, well, it's, it's, uh, it's just something I'm kind of doing. Well, where's mine? I want one. I want one. And I'm like, and I, and I didn't want to say, ma'am, no, because it's my decision, you know, and obviously you do well for yourself. But you ever notice with some people, they would, she would not have appreciated it. Some people appreciate something unexpectedly, 
And some people demand that you do more and more and more for them, and it's just never enough. One lady, uh, lady not doing too well for herself, very disabled, she, 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 she gave me a hug, which, you know, we're not supposed to do. And she cried. Because what I did is I told them as I give them the card when they walk in, hey, make sure you open this letter before you check out at the counter. A little surprise for you there. I love to make people feel happy. And the reason being, you know, this is my rescue week when my teachers intervene and save my life. No doubt. It's, I'm, I'm at that stage in life that my teachers, Miss Constant passed away, who rescued me as a child, unexpectedly. She had a brain tumor. They gave her 10 days. She lasted 14. She put her house in order. She cooked. She's Greek. She cooks and cooks and cooks. Went to bed. Didn't get up. That was it. Unbelievable. Miss Woodworth is in her uh, retirement home. Mr. Ziegler is still with us. God bless him. And Rescue Week is really serious for me because it makes, it grounds me. You know, we, we all take perspective, whether it's the virus or a divorce the loss of a life, the birth of a new child, a wedding. We all put things into perspective. And I think because of that, I, I really believe my mom made me fight more. My mom really made me want life more. That wasn't her intention, of course. She was very, very sick. Hurt people, hurt people. My mom was abused. I was abused, but I was got good help. Just regular help. Regular common deeds. I'll never forget many, many times when I was at my lowest. A teacher would lean over and I smelled. Kids would sometimes regurgitate. I had this waxy yellow skin. My hands would shake. I stuttered so horribly. I would rip off people's lunches. No one liked me for obvious reasons. And I can't imagine. I mean, I'm just so ashamed of it. But I'll never forget several times. One of my teachers would, would pat me on the shoulder, and I would just absorb it. It was nothing to them, but to me, it was the world. Or sometimes, good job, Dave. Good job, son. Keep up the good work. Keep fighting. Keep going. Keep going. You can do this, son. You can do And it's just words, words that they will never remember, deeds, everyday common courtesy deeds. But to me, it was everything. I do hope and pray that we can all look at things a little bit differently and kind of count our blessings. Does that make does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Because you know it's you know there is an old saying: "Man plan and God laughs." And sometimes there there you know things unexpectedly happen to us and against us. Well, I want to. T- tell you a story about a, a very brave young man, a good young man. And I'm looking at a photo of Mr. Dominic, Zach Efron. I spoke to his mom just a few minutes ago before we went on the show. A young boy of age 20. And unfortunately, he was killed, a hit-and-run driver, while he was riding a skateboard the first part of September of last year. Now, let's just slow down. If if If, if you can, ladies and gentlemen, Please, sit down. If, you can't, if you're driving, just drive a little bit slower. Just, just, this, this is pretty important. I, I, I can't imagine losing a kid. He, he was th- th- this, 
This young man, unbelievable. He was only 20, a third-year student at his local uh, university, state university, and an Eagle Scout. Did you know that Eagle Scouts, for every 10,000 Boy Scouts, only one basically follows through to become an Eagle Scout. I mean, incredible. And you know what I like about uh, be, being a firefighter? You know, uh, I'm a volunteer fire captain up at the, the North Sonoma Coast Sea Ranch. And when I work with Schedule B, Schedule B is the Cal Fire folks, and, 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 and they do the run from the summertime for nine months out of the year, and, and we, we keep those young men and women busy. I can tell within five minutes if they're squared away. You can just tell by how they carry themselves, their manners, their etiquette. You know, some, so, and, and it, it's, I'm an older generation. I believe in calling people sir and ma'am. I believe I am sexist. I open up a door for a lady. I call young ladies miss. I mean, I, I, I try to be, you know, very respectful. And the highest compliment I can give a young person is I say, you tell your parents they did well. What? It's not, <laughs> you're too young to understand. You tell your parents they did well. You're squared away. That, and that takes a lifetime. Of, of raising kids, and, and sometimes we do things, and, and we, don't, we don't see it until years and years later. My son is an amazing father. He just dotes on SJ, and every once in a while he'll go, Dad, I think I understand. When you said this when I was five or six, I understand what it means now, the magnitude of that. Go, yeah, because you don't know the, 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 the little stones that you're putting in, 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 in the water per se what's called the ripple effect because you can you, you you know we've all done this as kids you know there's a creek you know how we make the dams or you can change the direction or the flow of a river by just moving a few rocks you get that nice trickling sound i love water features for goodness sakes i love that but let me tell you about this young man he's the type of guy like he'd found out that his friend stopped going to school so he would go on his own accord and pick him up, you know, and make sure this, this, this young friend had transportation. Dominic was the type of guy that if he knows a, a co-worker walking home in the middle of winter, he would stop and pick him up and go back and forth even, even on his days off. This, 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 this guy, basically, everybody said that Dominic was their best friend. I mean, he was a good listener. And giving good advice to everybody. This this, this guy worked, uh, I thought I worked pretty hard when I was a young man. But he started working when he was 15. Started investing in IRAs at age 18. And it's, it's, it's just sad. But here, here's here's something here. And, and again, I'm going to try to do this as carefully as possible. His mother, the day after... Uh, uh, the, the morning after uh, Dominic's uh, death, she ran up to his room and read part of his journal that he carried around all the time. Now, you know, it's, it's weird because you've got a young man. I don't want to read my son's journal. Uh, he's got private things in there. And you, you, whether I have a boy or a girl, you know, that, that, that's their privacy. And maybe I don't want to know what's in her journal, for goodness sakes. But what he, what he did, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, years ago I wrote a book called Help Yourself. We did the, 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 the Dave saga, the Star Wars saga. And actually, Help Yourself was supposed to be slotted for book three. 
but I, I, you know, I was like pressured, okay, let, let's get this trilogy series out of the way. And Help Yourself was a program that I used to do uh, uh, for, for social services and teachers and, and folks uh, coming out of like stress. And it was for adults. If you had a little bit of post-traumatic stress, maybe you were abused, maybe you're going through a bad divorce, and you know about taking care of the garbage in your life, purging out the garbage, staying focused, the upward is focused. Don't rely on anybody but yourself. Because at the time, when I wrote the book, Help Yourself, and by the way, th that, that book, w we were very fortunate to have four books uh, simultaneously in the New York Times because of that, that, that one book. And it, it, it did very well, and, and I'm very proud of it. Because at the time, we had a lot of these gurus, these self-help gurus. If you think it, you can do it. It's already done. I am a genius. No. No. Because a lot of that stuff is just, that motivational stuff is just charlatan. Smoke and mirrors. I mean, I'd rather just tell you the truth as, as I see it. That life is tough, and it's tougher if you're stupid. John Wayne. You mean? I'd, I'd rather give out good advice. And if you agree with it, great. If it helps, great. If it doesn't, then that, that's fine, too. But here's a young boy, a young man at age 20, already working on self-improvement. And, and, and I guess he, he, he picked up the book. His mother said that, that he had a friend that was in jail, a childhood friend that got in trouble, and they would correspond back and forth. And the childhood friend says, I'm reading this book. It seems to be helping out. You should read it, Dominic. And here's a man, Dominic, squared away, raised right, raised proper, polite young man, always given of himself, and yet he's working on self-improvement. And the mother, I guess, you know, and I have some of the, it's, she was kind enough to mail me some copies of, of some of the notes he took. And I'm going to just kind of read a few to you. And I know you know this, but let's reinforce it, particularly now, that we're on the back end, per se, hopefully, of the virus. Hopefully, we're getting our shots. Hopefully, we're getting, what, that's why I'm doing the spring cleaning thing. You know, what did, what did Brad Pitt say in the movie World War Z? Life is movement. Because you know if you're stagnant, if you don't work out, if you're lazy bones on the couch or in bed, you're really dying. Life is movement. I, I'm so proud. That I, I had these old jackets. I had more. I some some people love. I know women love the purses and the shoes. I love jackets. I'm a jacket guy. I haven't worn this one jacket in maybe 20 years, but I still held held on to it. And I finally just cleaned out the closet, got rid of a lot of things, and I'm proud to say I gave it to someone, who gave it to someone, who gave it to someone, and another family. As I told you before, they cleaned out their closets to give out. They say, well, we we don't really need this. It might help other people. You know, you've got to think forward. So here's a few notes. And again, this, uh, uh, what Dominic would do, would read a passage of a book, other books as well, write down and make his own notes. So let me just read a few if I can. Let go of a past that you cannot change. Let go of a past you cannot change. I always say that when it comes to maybe a bad divorce, Maybe PTSD, maybe, maybe, maybe you were abused, maybe, maybe someone did you wrong. We have a tendency to look at the problems for what we, we think they still are rather than what they truly were. Think about the problem, then focus on yourself. Focusing on the hows and the whys too long is just a waste of resources. Hence, 
do something. Focus on what matters, not the BS, not the drama. All the complaining does is just distract you from your goal. Yes, get it out. Purge, purge, purge. But now, let's get to the business. Let's start digging in the dirt, per se. Follow through. Follow through on thoughts about escaping unhealthy environments. It is my life. It is my choice. Wow. My goodness, ladies and gentlemen. Talk about lowering defenses. Don't hate. Hate is a waste of time and energy. A lot of folks spend their entire life hating for no other reason, and hate is a cancer. And we've talked about that, ladies and gentlemen. Rely on yourself because others can only help you so far. It's better to teach someone to fish than to fish for them. Self-reliance, ladies and gentlemen. The one thing I knew as a kid, as I was going through that, the event, beginning from age four to finally at age 12, I knew there was a switch, and I was very fortunate. Everything happened to me at the right time, at the right place. It wasn't fair. It was very, very difficult, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm just so blessed because I always knew as a kid, if I can survive all that I did without any help, without any training, without a college degree, without a coach, a life coach telling me what to do, I knew that I had a chance of a chance. Does that make sense? I've never met anybody who says, oh, my gosh, Dave, I'm a victim of cancer. They say, I fight cancer. I'm a survivor of cancer. And they don't take anything for granted. Sometimes it takes a horrible thing to happen for us to appreciate the blessings we have in life. And we're going to talk about that just a little bit more. That's why I tell folks, don't give up on yourself. If you survive something, a bad divorce, a medical situation, Maybe someone did you wrong, or God forbid you were abused. If you survived, you survived for a reason. You survived to be happy. What makes me upset when people say, okay, this horrible thing. I, I have a lady friend, divorced for 30 years, and she still complains about her former husband. And she wonders why she can't have a relationship. I'm going, wow, you're killing me. You're, 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 you're making my ears bleed. That was 30 years ago. Let's please move on. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? When we're done with this virus, we're going to move on, and hopefully, hopefully, we're going to look at things a little bit differently. A couple more things I want to just read to you about this. Here we go. Take time in the effort to truly invest for yourself. The most important asset you have is yourself. Nothing great happens overnight. If you can gain something overnight, you can definitely lose it as easy as you found it. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Uh, <laughs> a side note, it says, read into Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a good story. I followed Schwarzenegger when I was a kid, not because he was an action star, but became, but, but, but was, a, was this pretty skinny guy, then became a bodybuilder, came to America, worked, did, a lot of people don't know this, but Arnold had a construction business. Him and his friend, Franco uh, Colombo, had a construction business. He was always working on something, always doing something, making money, saving money, boom, boom, boom. And he, to me, especially, it's a great American story. You know, per se, a rags to riches story. I love studying, you know, like, like Lee Iacocca, uh, uh, Robin Williams, per se. Harry, I'm reading, I think, 800 pages again on Harry Truman. 
Another note we have is work, 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 work. Always be doing something. Again, life is movement. Another, another note he had, life is like walking up the stairs while playing yo-yo. And yes, you're the yo-yo. Be grateful for what you have and the experiences that brought you through. Happiness is internal. It has nothing to do with the external. It is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Think like a child and enjoy the simple things. I love that. Mind over matter and everything. Baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Make large problems easier to tackle. You didn't survive all this BS in your life to give up now. Your mind controls your body, not the other way around. Positive thoughts equal positive results. Results. Seek what you want in your life because it's never going to show up on your doorstep. Listen more and study others. Study others to see who you want to surround yourself with. And I think the, the one thing that, that he said that I wanted to save, and, and, and this is in his handwriting, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we are all living on borrowed time. So we need to make the most out of every day. Enjoy your youth. Tomorrow is not promised. So we live life like there is no tomorrow. He has a, his mother made notes and to give out to his uh, uh, Dominic's friends. And then she also made up a dog tag that says that. Says that line about living life like there's no tomorrow. You know, because it's not life is not promised to us. And again, you know, th- th- this this is from a 20-year-old young man. And I just cannot imagine. And I, again, I spoke to the mom, and 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 I kind of checked in with her. I says, "How you doing, ma'am? How is your family doing?" Because sometimes, you know, when when a tragedy like this happens, it really is hard for the parents. And then you got to think about the siblings. You know, and and so forth. So. I'm saying to you, ladies and gentlemen, if within the sound of my voice, if you're going through something, one, please know you're not alone. I encourage people to, to have that circle of trust, a circle of prayers. Do what you can for yourself. Take care of yourself. Monitor yourself. Check in with yourself. And get the help that you deserve, for goodness sakes. I cannot imagine losing a child. I just, I just, I, I, I think that's the parent's worst nightmare. A worst nightmare. I had a, recently had a, a, a childhood friend of mine suddenly passed away. I knew, I knew Ronald uh, since I was in foster care. I think I was 12 when he was uh, maybe eight, maybe nine. And, and, we, and I'd always go, to, it was my foster mother's daughter's house. They lived across the bay. And they, and they were a beautiful family. They had two beautiful kids. They were the epitome of the Brady Bunch. In any family, there's ups and downs. And, and, and I stayed close to the family and, and, and close to the kids. And, you know, Ron was just one of those guys like Dominic. He was a good-looking kid, very athletic. As he became a, 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 to become a young man, all the girls would swoon all over him. And, and he was destined. He was very mechanical, figured out problems quickly. And he was just destined to, to, to do great things. And, you know, sometimes, again, you know, you make a mistake or two or some things happen and things don't turn out the way you planned it. And Ron had a very, very hard life. Married and kids and unfortunately went through a divorce and went through some hard times. And he just 
uh, he died at a, I think at age 50. I think it was a heart attack. Boom. And I remember speaking to his mom, Mayor, and it just broke my heart. I mean, we're both just sobbing on the phone, and she hands me over to her husband, and I'm sobbing on the phone with him, and I just cannot imagine that. And you can hear it in their voice, their brokenness, that pain. I just cannot imagine that. That's why I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's the virus or, or, or I mean, look at me. I'm, 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 I'm divorced because I should have done better. I should have reached out more. I should have listened more. I should have seen some signs. I should have, I mean, as best, I, I love romance. I'm the most romantic guy I know. <laughs> I, I love having a cup of coffee. That's romantic. I love a cigar. I love working hard. I love doing this show for you because it makes me feel better. And every once in a while, we'll go, hey, Dave, you know, I wasn't doing too well, but this kind of helped me a little bit. Okay, good, good. Use that. Make that thread to build that rope. You know, build, build a fence, not a wall. Let's make a bridge together, per se. And I just can't imagine lo 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 lose, 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 losing a young person like that. I mean, I, I love that line from, what was that? Uh, oh, Forrest Gump. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what, which, which, what's inside. And I really believe the older I get, something called the circle of life. Remember that from the Lion King, the circle of life, Simba. <sighs> the circle of life. What comes around goes around. And sometimes you, you know, that's why I say to everybody, please do three nice things a day. You don't know what that person's going through. Pay it forward somehow. And, and, and sometimes things come around. What's, what's weird about life is, is you can do something like I wrote that book years ago. Haven't even, and you know, it's coincidental. As I'm, I was cleaning out my garage yesterday, and, and, and I opened up this one container, and it had a lot of my books in different languages. We did very well there for a while. And I just happened to pick up Help Yourself, and I kind of scrolled through it and thought about Dominic, of course. And I thought, oh, my gosh, it's something that you might have done that you put away, that you put in storage. Maybe it comes around to you, just like my son. I said something to him at age five or age seven. I don't know what I said. He called me up this week and says, Dad, I, I, I get it now. Oh, well, of course, yes, I am a genius. I'm your father. You understand when you get to be my age. Ha-ha. Maybe it was nothing to you but something for them. And that's part of the circle of life. You just never know what's going to happen. And sometimes tragedy. I'll never forget, ladies and gentlemen, I was in Joplin. Within a few hours, well, about a day and a half after the tornado, this was years ago, and I hooked up with a, pardon me, a church group. And, and we're doing a food bank thing. And, and, and I'm kind of just doing like monitoring, doing counseling, make sure people have enough food and so forth. And a lady comes over and says, when you get off, we, we'd like you to speak to some foster parents. I says, yeah, of course, sure. And, and we have a special family we want you to meet. Of course, I'd be more than happy to. And I'm tired, go back, shower and shave and, you know, whatever, and, and meet the foster parents. And there was this one couple this one couple just adopted a baby. The foster family adopted a baby. And the baby was literally sucked out of their arms. Unbelievable. And what do you say to that? Dave, say something to make their life easier. Dave, th say the magic word. Wave that magic wand. And th that's not life. That's not life. I mean, tragedy happens every single day 
day. We are all on borrowed time. If this virus taught us anything, ladies and gentlemen, how vulnerable we are. You know, read the book War of the Worlds. The Martians invaded us. They took over the world in three to five days. God took up more days to, to make Earth than the Martians did taken over. But yet, they succumbed to the virus. Because we had immunity after walking on this planet for years and years and years and years and years and, years and dinosaurs and, you know, frogs and, and, and the whole genetic experience. We developed an immune system. And I can imagine after this is all said and done, we're going to look at life differently. That's why I say don't go to bed upset. If you got an issue, just sit down and talk and please listen Listen, put yourself in their position. I always tell people, you know, think with a good head, but always speak with purity of the heart. I don't know what I said to the, that couple. I probably said something effective like, I have no words. I have no words, and I am so, I am so, so sorry. I don't even know if they even found the baby. It's just amazing how quickly life can change. We have a saying in the fire department. We, as first responders, are allowed to see some of the greatest people on this planet on their absolute worst day. Whether we're running a code, CPR, a traffic accident, going inside to, to possibly rescue people that might be uh, in, in, with a fully involved fire, you know, uh, the other night I stumbled and fell, boom, right on my face. <laughs> Embarrassing. Well, let me tell you this one story here, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, it's, it's a great story. I love this story. I, I haven't thought about it in years. But, but I got to thinking, and I was thinking and praying and, 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 and thinking about Dominic. It reminded me of this story. I was taking, and this, now, 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 if you're driving, you can go back to your speed. This, if you're having a cup of coffee, you can swallow, okay? <laughs> this, this, I love this story. I just love this story. I'm taking the wonderful Miss Kay to church. Now, she's already met my son and his future wife. So taking her to church is a big thing. And me, I'm, I'm, I'm a weird monkey. Well, I, 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 I've been going to this church for a long time. And, and, and uh, I always go to church on Saturday. And the first time I met Father Lincoln... You know, I was in queue, and, and I say, forgive me, Father, for him about the sin. And it made him laugh. What do, you, what do you mean, son? Well, I'll tell you later. It's Saturday night, so right for fight. Get a little action in. And what I would do, I would just go to a place, get a glass of wine, get food to go, and then I would just, you know, go back home, for goodness sakes. So when I, when I first met Father Lincoln, uh, uh, I, 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 un unbelievable. He was the first man, the first preacher I met, that talked about the D word, divorce. I couldn't believe it. A Catholic, a Catholic man on a pulpit talking about the D word. The next time I went back, he talked about abuse. I mean, talk about radical and such a beautiful, you can just tell this is a beautiful man. Now, here's his story. You want to talk about the circle of life. This man... Uh, I, I forget if, if, if he owned a restaurant or managed a restaurant, you know, in L.A. in the fringes of Hollywood, which means he's going to see a lot of celebrities and, you know, that whole. You can get caught up in that thing rather easily down there. So anyhow, 
He goes home, goes up to his beautiful wife that he just adores, and says, sweetheart, you're not going to believe this, but I just walked with Jesus, and he gave me a mission. His wife basically hugs Howard and says, sweetheart, you've been walking with Jesus for years. And now this man, uh, in his, I think in his late 40s or maybe early 50s, has a decision to make. And he made the decision that he's probably, you want to talk about a man that has changed the course of lives. Unbelievable. He's now a Monsignor. He's about to retire here this summer. God bless him. Uh, he works at uh, Sacred Heart in Palm Desert, California, in the Coachella Valley area. And he's a rock star. But he made the decision that he wanted to join the seminary, you know, become a man of the cloth. He divorced his wife. They still love each other. The wife eventually remarried. And it's just, it, it's amazing. You go to his office, and he has on one side, he's got this big, huge wall. He's got rejection letters. He was rejected. You're too old. You were married. You probably have had sex. Oh, my lordy. You know, and, and he was just a different type of guy. Again, I've never seen, and I've been to lots of churches. I don't, I've never heard the D word or the A word. You know, you, they, they read from Scripture and they try to tell a story, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. I mean, I, I kind of get it. And this man was, and then you see photos of, of, of Father Lincoln with the popes. That's plural, by the way. Popes. Love this guy. I mean, again, he's, he's a rock star, but you'd never see that from him. I do, I do have a small riff with the father. I took him golfing one time, and, 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 and I had a golf cart, and, in, and, and I had some Gatorade. And what I did is I dumped the Gatorade, rinsed it out, and I put in some nice high-end wine called Silver Oak. I said, I said Howard, because he's not, you know, we're, we're golfing. Hey, Howie, I, I got some Silver Oak. He leans over and says, did you let it breathe? And one t what I used to do, too, is I used to give this man for Christmas nice bottles of wine. One year I gave him and his assistant a wine, a bottle each, Camus. And he actually said to me, he had the gall to say to me, you know, son, if you want to get in good with JC, that's Jesus Christ, get Camus Select. So I thought, okay, and I came back. They still kept the regular bottles of Camus, but now they both have a bottle of Camus Select. It's a probably, you know, more high end. And I thought, hold it, stop. So because I bought you a bottle of Camus Select, I'm now in with JC. I don't have to, like, pray or penance or just uh, – and, and what's great about uh, Father Lincoln is he would talk to you about spiritual matters in his office. You can talk to him about anything. But then what he would also do is when we were done, he would sit on the desk, tape off, take off his collar, and we'd talk about Quentin Tarantino movies. I'm going, okay, so you're Howard Lincoln right now, not Father Lincoln, and you're telling me you like Quentin Tarantino movies, Pulp Fiction, Django, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Uh, uh, yeah, they're great. They're great. I'm like, okay, I know what to get you for Christmas now. Oh, my gosh. So anyhow, I'm, I'm taking the lovely Miss Kay to church, and uh, – and, and I'm driving down what's called Highway 111. There's three lanes left, three lanes right. I'm in the far left-hand lane, and I see something. I mean, I see something, and it doesn't make sense, but I know something happens, and you hear screeching of cars. And uh, I, I kind of went into Jack Bauer, James Bond mode. 
little bit of Ethan Hunt Mission Impossible. Dun, 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 dun. Stop the car, put it in park. Told Kay, stay in the vehicle, but get in the driver's seat. I was smart enough to give her uh, the keys, you know, because if you leave, your, your engine can shut off. And I stopped, you know, I'm going across traffic now. I'm stopping cars like Iron Man with my invisible force field. Jumped on, I think, one hood, rolled over, Tom, Tom, Tommy Cruise style. Dun, 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 dun. And then I see the incident. On the ground is, is a, uh, a, a fair-sized lady, uh, a little bit older than me, Hispanic lady, uh, pretty, pretty big size. And by the time I got to her, uh, uh, she was still gurgling blood, massive head wound, and uh, there's no pulse. There's no pulse, and she's just, and then she dies physically in my arms. And there's nothing I can do. I've got a little bit of medical training. More now as a firefighter, of course. It's a lot of things have changed. But this woman just died in my arms. And traffic's being stopped, and the fire department is just, you know, just moments away. And what had happened, this lady was walking home from her job that she's been doing for about 20, 25 years, walking with her friend, talking about retiring in two days. She's been scrubbing toilets for two days, single mom. And we know how easy it must be to scrub toilets if, if, if you're a lady. And, and, and the Coachella, Coachella Valley, ladies and gentlemen, that's, 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 that's where the rich and famous and shameless go, per se. That's your third, fourth home. We've got PGA golf tournaments. We've got tennis matches. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty well to do. And this lady was a single mom, raised all her kids. They're all moved out, all done well for themselves. And this lady's retiring in two days. Her biggest thing was to go back to Mexico with the money she made, and she can, you know, have a nice little lifestyle. Retiring in two days, talking to her friend about retiring, so excited. And what happened, she just lost her footing. She stepped off the curb. A car, not going fast, not going slow, grazed her. She spun around, I guess, two or three times, and then whack, just fell, and she hit her head on the curb. Trauma, blood loss, gone. So I, uh, you know, when the, when the fire department showed up, I, I briefed them what I saw, and they start writing reports done. CHP is on the way, blah, blah, blah. I gave my name and number, what have you. And, what, and, and of course, the, per, the person that, that graced her was traumatized, too. He, he, he just, just, just couldn't believe. He didn't see her coming. And all she did, she just stepped off the curb, lost her balance. Center of gravity took over. She spun a few times as the car just grazed her body. And it was just a simple, freakish, stupid accident. I don't think anybody could have done anything to save her. I don't believe so I've got blood on my hands, and now I, 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 and I, 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 I walk across the street to a restaurant so I can wash off. And I went back, and I was kind of, sh- I was very shaken, obviously. And we didn't go to church. Eventually, we met up with my director, Miss Kathy Esty, Mrs. C. And, you know, I purged and talk about it. And then uh, a little bit later, you know, I, I go home, and they're still on scene. The fire department's still there. They're cleaning things up, washing things up. And uh, the... Uh, I, I checked in with the CHP officer. I gave more information, my name and number and so forth, and on my way. The next Monday, that was on Saturday, the next Monday I was in the office, which is very rare, and I, I, because I work a lot on East Coast, 
you know, I'm you know, traveling, I'm, I'm up like at 4 o'clock in the morning, which is 7 on the East Coast. And I like to get all my stuff done, all the paperwork, sign the books, write the checks, see what we got going, talking to publishers, talking to editors. What are we doing? What's, what's in queue? And I like to get off between like 3 and 4 in the afternoon. So I work a good 10, 12 hours. And it's about 3, 30, 4 o'clock, and I'm thinking, okay, <sighs> I can relax now. That Dave time. And one of my assistants comes in and says, you know, Mr. Pelzer, you need to take this phone call. Because we get, um, you know, thousands and thousands of calls, emails, or, or before emails, you know, you get faxes. This is, you know, and is Dave in? Is Dave in? And, well, Mr. Pelzer's not available, but we'll take a message and tell him he said hi. So the young assistant says, Mr. Pelzer, you need to take this call. And then Mrs. C comes in and nods says, you need to take this call. All right, whatever. Someone needs help, and we'll just, you know, I was kind of selfish. So I just wanted some time to myself. And this lady, this young lady calls, or, you know, I answer the phone and introduce myself. She says, you know my mom. I said, well, oh, oh, okay. Now, I'm thinking someone you meet on the road, you sign a book or something. And what had happened was this lady was reading a child called it my first book when she found out her mother died. That morning, the mother went into work. She laid the book on the counter, the registration counter, called her daughter and says, whatever you're doing, stop. Get your butt over here right now. And just read a few pages of this book and know that I love you. I love you. And that was the last word she heard from her mom. Her mom died in my arms just hours later. The daughter got the call as she was reading just a few pages of the book. And you know what's weird, ladies and gentlemen? I, I, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but I've had so many situations happen to me at the right time, at the right place, that someone said or did something for me that put me on a different path, that put me on a better path. I don't understand bullies. I, I mean, I understand bullies, but I don't understand the mentality. Hey, you're stupid. Hey, you're fat. Hey, you're ugly. Hey, you're skinny. Hey, you're dumb. What are they expecting? Oh, my God, thank you so much. I did not know that. Oh, my God, you have just so made my day. I mean, that's just crazy. And I can understand being in relationships and being, I, I've got a lot of triggers, a lot of issues, that sometimes I go to bed upset and that's the stupidest thing in the world. How can you rest if you're upset? And you're upset with your spouse? You're upset at your lover? You're upset at your children? Or you're upset at your parents? What the heck? Maybe this virus in the long run will make us better people. You know, there's an old saying. The streets in heaven are filled with too many angels. Dominic, the Dominics are one in a million. One in a million. And this lady worked all her life scrubbing toilets at a, hotel, a resort hotel that people probably don't even remember going to the hotel. Don't even remember the nice dinner they had. Or maybe they made love that evening on nice sheets with lavender and, and candles and so forth. It was just an everyday experience for them. I think we do take a lot for granted, ladies and gentlemen. And sometimes there has to be something that shakes us up. And in my case, it's, I'm, I'm shaken up, you know, maybe because I was abused. I don't take a lot for granted. Every, every bite is precious to me. I love to cook. You people know that. You know, and, and maybe because of my divorce, I have to look at things differently. 
I never thought I, at age 60 I would be divorced. I was thinking at age 60 my wife and I would have all the time to ourselves. The kids are grown. We can play with the grandkids. We can travel. We can do whatever the hell we want. We used to just have coffee. Kay and I used to sit and have coffee. It was terrible. It was. We'd have coffee from 6 in the morning till 10, 10.30 in the morning. And that burns a lot of holes in your stomach. But we would just sit there and just look at each other. We'd spend the whole day doing nothing. Nothing. And I think sometimes we do take things for granted. We do. And that's just, I mean, that, that's, that, that, that's life. I mean, I get it. I get it. But then the one thing I do want you to remember is this. And this is so important. I say it to the end of every show. In the course of a life, one never knows what events may transpire. That's why, again, I say please mend fences. Don't build walls. Don't let them fill your white-hot anger. If you've got a situation that you can't solve yourself, please get the help that you deserve and that you need. If you think you're having a bad day, think of others. We see the reports every day that we've lost so many people in our country and around the world. Life can change, I mean, one misstep. They measured it and did all these things with that lady. And she, I, they said, I, if I remember correctly, four to six inches. She just took four to six inches the wrong way, and bam, that was it. You know, I'm forever grateful because of what happened to me as a kid. I'm just forever grateful for my teachers. It was not anything to them. I mean, they're so nonchalant. If anything, they say, Dave, we should have done more for you, my teachers. But to me, it was the world. All they did, just regular people doing, you know, an amazing deed. And like I say, my mom just made me want it more. I think, again, it's not about, I say before, it's not about the virus. It's not about people like Trump. It's about us and how we look at things and how precious the sanctity of life is for all of us. So to Dominic's family and friends, our thoughts and prayers. And to all of you, ladies and gentlemen, please know that, again, you are not alone. You listen to two or three of these shows, I guarantee you we'll put more pep in your step. I guarantee you if you open up your heart, yeah, you're going to let a lot of pain in. But imagine the joy, those small moments of joy. And maybe because of my past as a child, and maybe now because of my divorce, I can look at things a little bit differently, and hopefully I become a better person. Hopefully I won't take too much for granted. Hopefully I can move things around. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Please do what you can. All right. Well, that is basically our show. And as always, I want to thank you for listening. And we want to thank our good friend, Mr. Pat Matheny and the Pat Matheny Group and Management Services for allowing us to use his music. Uh, I got another song for you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want you to listen to. It's by Inya. E-N-Y-A, Inya. Uh, we've known her from Sail Away in, in the 80s when she, she, she broke out. She has a song called Drifting. I've listened to that song a thousand times already. Oh, my goodness. I love good music. But we just want to say, again, thanks to Pat Metheny. And always want to thank you for giving us a listen. 
And, uh, you know, again, these times are going to be good days and some bad days. But please keep faith in yourself. Keep faith in your family. Keep faith in your community. Keep faith with your church. Don't give up hope, ladies and gentlemen, because you never know what the tide's going to bring in the next day. And as always, please, you do. Do as much as you can for as long as you can for as many as you can. And as always, your host speaking to you in my own voice, saving America and the world at large from itself, starting with me. So until next time, my friends, please take good care. And as always, good day, good luck, and God bless.